You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Glory to God is the title of this devotion. And I know that that's a big statement to make that can have so many different things we can talk about, but really what I would like to speak to you about today is how the Heavenly Father longs to be glorified in us and through us, and how He works all things together for good, as it says in Romans 8, 28, so that His name may be glorified in us and through us. In other words, things that we go through in life that weren't all in, in some way or another worked by God, God works through it anyway. Despite that it might be a setback, it is a setup. My father used to say to me, son, your disappointments are his appointment. And I have come to discover how true that is. And I know that often there is a time of waiting in between the disappointment and his appointment, but sometimes that could be immediate. Sometimes it can take a few months. Sometimes it could take quite a long time. But it's worth the wait to see God work it for good, to see God turn it for good. And I know some things seem impossible for God to turn, but with God, nothing is impossible. So I want to encourage you today. Believe that God will receive great glory by what He is able to work in and through your life. Amen. I want to take you here to Numbers chapter 14. And this was a key turning point for the children of Israel. Not outside of God's plan, but it created a delay, not a denial. Our delays are not necessarily a denial, and that is important to understand. There's a big difference between the two. And here we see the 12 spies having spied out the promised land for 40 days, returning to the people of Israel, and they brought back with them fruit. They brought whole vines with them that were so enormous that they had to be carried on the stick in between two men because they were so heavy with, with, the, with the grapes. And they said, see, it is exactly as the Lord has spoken, a land flowing with milk and honey, and here is the fruit thereof. However, and then they brought an evil report. We saw the giants there, the sons of Anak, and we saw large armies that devours their inhabitants. We saw large walled cities and so forth and so forth. And they troubled the people. And they said, we seemed like grasshoppers in their eyes. And so we were in our eyes. And they disheartened the people by their disheartened hearts, by their negative unbelief, really. The spirit of unbelief caused everybody else to doubt and to question God. 
And then we pick it up here in verse 8 of Numbers chapter 14, where we see Caleb and Joshua trying to encourage the people by saying, if the Lord delights in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And all the congregation set to stone them with stones. So in other words, instead of them falling on their knees and saying, yes, you're right, Joshua, you're right, Caleb, all this, this evil discouragement, this evil, this heart and unbelief. I repent of it. I repent. I need what you've got. I need the spirit of faith. They did the opposite. They hardened themselves when the occasion was there. And I want to plead with you. I believe we're living in an occasion where the Lord is coming to strengthen our hearts, where the Lord is coming to lift our hearts, when the Lord is coming to glorify His name in the earth. And I pray, do not let your heart be disheartened. Do not let your hearts be overtaken with the stresses of this life and be darkened with unbelief and fear and doubt, but let your hearts be filled with the light of God's living promises and let it rejoice in the Lord that what He has spoken, He is able to perform no matter how impossible it may seem. Come on, some of you have been in a good fight for a long time. You have held fast to the Lord. You've held fast to His Word, and yet you have not seen the circumstances change. And now the time of reward is at hand, that you may see the fruit of your labor and enter into the joy of all that the Lord has predestined to those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. So come on, don't lose heart for you will reap if you faint not. But the people did the opposite. They hardened their hearts. And they spoke of stoning Joshua and Caleb. And the glory of the Lord appeared. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? How long will they not believe me? with all the signs which I have performed among them. I will strike them with pestilence and disinherit them, and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. You know, the Lord was so incredibly grieved with their spirit of unbelief after all He had done for them to bring them to this place of breakthrough. Come on, after all the Lord has done for you and me to bring us to this place of breakthrough, let's not be robbed from what God has for us at the last moment. Moses said to the Lord, then the Egyptians will hear of it. For by your might, you brought these people up from among them and they will tell it to, their inha- to the inhabit- inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, Lord, are among these people, that you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands above them. And you go before them in a pillar of a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill these people as one man, 
Then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people to the land which he swore to give them, therefore he killed them in the wilderness. Now I pray, let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering, abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and there to the third and fourth generation. Power the iniquity of this people, I pray. <laughs> according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven the people from Egypt even until now. And the Lord says, I have pardoned according to your word. What was Moses doing? Oh, may we all do what Moses did. Moses was interceding for the glory of the Lord. As it says in Psalm 115, verse 1, not unto us, Lord, not unto us, but to your name give glory. In other words, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it, but glorify your name anyway so that all may see and glorify and praise you. Oh, friends, I want to be that Moses that says, Lord, the world deserves judgment because of its iniquity, transgression, and sins. But for your name's sake, bring a revival. Bring an outpour of your Holy Spirit on all flesh. Turn again the millions from darkness to light and the power of Satan to God. Let your church again arise in the glory and praise of your presence with wonderful gifts of the Spirit and prophetic utterances of your servants and maidservants speaking your life-giving words and causing the people to arise, arise from the death of self and the flesh into the life of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Again, Lord, revive, glorify your name, Lord. Oh, I pray you join me in seeking God's praise and glory today. <laughs> and because these men, the Lord says, have seen my glory, and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have put me to the test now these ten times, and have not heeded my voice, they certainly shall not see the land which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it, but my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into this land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it, so forth. Oh, let us have that different spirit that Caleb has, that spirit of faith that says, Father, glorify your name. Oh, Father, glorify your name. Be glory to God. Let's today say glory to God. Come on, look at yourself. Maybe your body has been sick for a long time. Say glory to God. Glory to God. Maybe your marriage has been dysfunctional for a long time. Say glory to God. Maybe your children are wayward. <laughs> Say glory to God. Father, let us see your name glorified. Let us see your name glorified. Use us for the praise and the glory of your name. When David, listen closely. When David was walking out of Jerusalem, out of his palace, in the shame, of his sins being exposed in front of the whole world and his son Absalom coming in 
to defile that palace by laying with his own wives, his 10 concubines in front of the eyes of all the people, according to the word of the Lord. What David did in secret was made public. And David was walking out in shame and a man was thrown mud on him and dung on him and cursing him. What did David do? What did David do? He said, the Lord is my shield, my glory and the lifter of my head. He committed himself to God, who in his mercy would revive him again, would renew him again. I know today we live in a culture that wants to just like a mob rise up to destroy and to kill, but that's not the spirit of God. That is the spirit of the devil who comes to steal, kill and destroy, who stirs up a mob of people. And often this is not as innocent as the passion of human nature that just rises up in fury against the injustice and so forth. Often it is playing by evil minds who pay these people to do these things. It's quite dark what's happening in the world. But friends, that is not God. That is not Jesus. No, I want to have that spirit of Caleb that says, Lord, Lord, I want to have that spirit of Moses that says, Lord, Lord. I want to have that spirit of David that says, Lord, I know I am walking in the shame of my past failures, but you are my glory. You are my shield and the lifter of my head. Oh, I love that about David. And that's why David is the man after God's own heart. What I just quoted you read in Psalm 3, verse 3. And David was the man that demonstrated the mercies of God like Moses did. And God says to Israel in Isaiah chapter 55, I'm ready to give you the same mercy that I showed King David. Oh, let the wicked man forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord for the Lord will be merciful to him and abundantly pardon, says the Lord. Then Isaiah 55, friends, we need today in the church, that spirit that is like Joshua and Caleb, like Moses interceding for mercy instead of judgment, like David believing that God will glorify his name. (laughs) I believe this with all my heart. You know, when Jesus came, he said, I've not come to judge the world, to condemn it, but I come to save the world. I come representing to you the heart of my Father. But how can you believe that I have come representing Him when you seek the glory of man rather than the glory of God? So many times we have our eyes on the wrong thing. We look to man instead of to God. But I believe as we lift up our hearts and look to God, we will see that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that He is longing to glorify His name. You know, the Lord says here in verse 20 of Numbers chapter 14, when the children of Israel so rejected Him and turned their back on Him, and would not believe that he could glorify his name despite the great walls, the great giants, the great armies and the ferocious opposition they faced. Come on, what are you facing? Believe that God can glorify his name through it. The Lord said, the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, truly as I live, 
all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. That statement always stuck with me in reading this chapter. I know there's many statements in this chapter that are worth noting, but that statement in particular, that when the Lord was rejected and they went into the wilderness for 40 years and they were in a delay, it was a delay, but not a denial. And sometimes we've gone through times of delay, maybe not always because of our own choices that could have been better. Maybe just circumstances of life or whatever the reason may be, is not as important as that we believe, Father, despite that it hasn't happened yet, despite that I've been waiting all these years. Father, despite that I've been facing all of this, I believe, Father, that your name will be glorified in the earth, even as the waters cover the sea. Oh, hallelujah, when you have that kind of spirit of faith. You know what Jesus said, and I love this verse. Oh, I love it. He says, I am not in search of honor for myself. I do not seek and I'm not aiming for my own glory. There is one who looks after that. He seeks my glory. He is the judge. If I were to glorify, this is John 8, verse 54. If I were to glorify, magnify, praise, and honor myself, I would have no real glory, for my glory would be nothing and worthless. My honor must come to me from my Father. It is my Father who glorifies, extols, and praises me, of whom you say he is your God. And I pray today that as you hear this devotion, that you join me in believing. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. My Father, it was his favorite song. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things He has done. With His power He has saved me. With His love He has raised me. To God be the glory for the things He has done. It's a simple little song, but it is deeply etched within my nature because my father just always kept singing it no matter what the circumstances were. For my mother, I'll never forget when she had burned her arm and the skin was hanging off her arm that she was singing, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. That was a song written by a man who had to look at the place where his wife and his daughters had perished in the, in the, she, in the, sea, in the shipwreck at sea in between America and England. And he wrote this song when the billows Come. Oh, it's a beautiful hymn. I want to encourage you to look it up. It is well with my soul. I want to encourage you today. Believe it. To God be the glory. Believe it today. 
that you're going to see things turn. Believe it for the praise and the glory of God. Maybe everybody's heard about your failure. Maybe everybody's heard about your sickness. Maybe everybody's heard about your dysfunction. Maybe your shame was not hidden, but exposed to everyone. And your recovery is impossible in the eyes of man. Believe with God, nothing is impossible. Believe that God will receive great glory by what He will be able to work in and through your life. Amen. Have a good day.